welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. I don't know if you know this, but you just kind of made that a little Irish. Did I? And we take a dumpster dive. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I heard it. You know, it's, it's, um, I'm still mentally Mm -hmm. abroad. Of course. Yeah. It's hard to leave the the beautiful coast of Ireland. I'm listening to an audiobook uh, now when I take my long walks in the morning because <laughs> they make me feel a little calmer about World War Three, <laughs> and uh, everyone in it is like Irish and British, and so I'm just like really inundated and can really pick up on those accents. I think better than anyone can. Uh, yeah, because I'm listening to a book. <laughs> 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 I, I uh went when I was in Ireland I was like really looking forward to you know talking to everyone and picking up on like oh you're from Donegal or you're from Limerick you know and you know getting all those like you know the good crack and talking to people and it was it was like I, I feel like the the pandemic has like ch- truly changed our social dynamics and I didn't engage with with locals and strangers like I have in the past hmm. and I was you know I was like am I just older am I am I more closed off like am I not giving out the good vibes like it was strange interesting I yeah I like like one social situation happened where uh, I walked into a bar and there was a gentleman on like arm crutches and his friend kicked it out and fr- like kicked it out and like towards me <laughs> like being Jesus. a jerk and so I picked it up and his friend was like, no, 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 don't help him. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to now engage with this group of guys. Like, this is going to be fun because he's taking the piss at his buddy, which is rude, but still yeah, fun. It's awful. It's awful. But like, oh, this will be, you know, a good time. So I go to hand the, you know, crutch back to the guy and, and, and the gentleman, you know, I hand it back to him and then he's just like, oh, you know, thank you very much. And then they like close off and that was it. And I was like, oh, I, I thought we were going to interact, you know, it just, I was like, okay, am I just hideous now? Like, <laughs> am I just middle-aged? Like what's happening? <laughs> no, maybe yeah. your big mistake was that uh, you helped him. Yeah, I should have kept the crutch for myself. He said, if, like, you, if you want it, come and get it. Come and get it. Buy me a drink for the crutch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate those moments where I think to myself, am I ugly now? What happened? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Shit. Oh, my God. Just full disclosure for the listeners. If you hear, if you hear my voice, it might sound a little off. And that's because I am COVID positive. Mm. And have been living isolated in my plague den of a bedroom for a week. <laughs> and I'm still testing COVID positive. <laughs> but how do you feel? I feel like a horse's ass. Mm. <laughs> my nose is just a nonstop faucet. COVID is no joke. I am vaxxed and boosted. I wear a mask everywhere and I still got COVID-19. So we are still in the pandemic. Take it seriously. Take care of yourselves. And just so you know, if you have a cat, you can transmit COVID to cats and ferrets, which is the saddest thing. I mean, I was giving you a moment of silence for that. It makes me sad. <laughs> so sad. I haven't heard anyone who's done that, but I do know that what you're saying is true. mm -hmm. I don't know anyone who either that or if the cat had COVID, we didn't know, I guess. (laughs) But it's sad. Cats are sometimes assholes. So it's like hard to distinguish what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? We, uh, I'll speak on behalf of all the trash cans where we hope you have a speedy recovery and we hope that you're not sick anymore soon. (laughs) thank thank you I uh you know all things considered I am very grateful it's very mild 
you thanks, can booster shot. Thanks booster. Thanks, you know, science and vaccines and the universe, but it is uh, <laughs> no joke. <laughs> it is no joke. And since you've been vaccinated, how are your testicles? Um, uh, swollen. Uh oh. See, see, Nikki Minaj's cousin was right. <clears throat> yep. Um, <laughs> Nikki Minaj's cousin was right. Why? Uh, why are you trash though? Well, <laughs> this because my nose has been like a, a nonstop faucet. Mm-hmm. I have gone through a lot of toilet paper. Okay. Maybe and that's why people had to buy so much in the beginning. <clears throat> true. True. And at one point we had ordered new groceries and toilet paper, but they had not yet arrived and we ran out oh of toilet paper Uh uh-huh and had to resort to paper towels ouchies on the face or on the butt butt on the butt butt (laughs) no which is bad for the butt butt and bad for the plumbing and also a a bad for the bridge of communication of asking your partner, hey, excuse me, can you please bring me some paper towels while you're in the bathroom? This reminds me of being like 20 and just being poor and also like not being responsible enough to like remember to get things on time. And so you were like screaming in the other to your roommates being like, I need toilet paper. And then they bring you a wadded up paper towel. It was, you know, just seeing that that isolated hand stick out. <laughs> so desperate. So desperate with like a wad, you know, just, just a, a roll of, of toilet paper. And then knowing that that's not, you know, we can never get that back. That illusion wow. <laughs> of privacy <laughs> back <laughs> that we have now crossed over a bridge. Yeah into a new form of intimacy <laughs> yeah and that we will never go back uh-uh. and uh yeah so that was that was definitely a low point in my covid week oh no uh, you yeah. have it now yes i am still covid positive no uh, of, i know oh, that oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> toilet paper Oh no, no, yes, we have toilet paper now. We, we the, the toilet paper was on its way. We we had ordered groceries, had not received them yet, ran out of the existing toilet paper, had to resort to the to the paper towels. But have it now. I don't need have to like, drop off like a Costco size oh, paper for you. I mean thank you, but yeah, we should be okay. I, I'm not asking for like a meal train just yet. I should be okay, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. you know, like take advantage, ride, ride the, <laughs> ride the wave. Yeah. <laughs> it's only like two years too late, but <laughs> so like everyone's had it at this point that everyone's like, oh yeah. Okay. Fuck off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Not the early days of COVID. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to drop you off like a um, banana bread that I made from scratch out of insanity. I'm going to put that on your doorstep. You earned it. You deserve it. I'm yeah. so sorry for you. I'm expecting four loaves of sourdough bread to be outside of my door. <laughs> homemade, homemade sourdough bread. Cause we all collectively lost our minds and we're like, I need to go back to the 14th century and make bread. <laughs> it kind of did feel that way though. <laughs> it's like a weird mashup of like, okay, I'm going to watch Tiger King and then I'm going to knead butter and uh, I'm going to start drinking at 8 a.m. This this sounds good. <laughs> Who knew that we needed jobs so bad? Maybe capitalism was right all along. <laughs> if I could just be serfs on someone's land, surf on someone's land, I, you know, I, I not a bad system, really. You're taken care of. Sure. <laughs> how, how have you been trash? Okay, well, I kind of like teased this last week because I thought of it last week um, and then I didn't say it. Um, 
here's this is really fucking trashy i need to change this about myself but i don't donate blood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like so my partner donates blood all the time like all the time he's got like that good blood that everyone can use and so he was trying to set up his blood donation appointment for when we were recording but i think we switched when we recorded or something like that i don't know but so he went on like a day when we were supposed to have the whole day together and i'm like like, (laughs) like you're gonna take away from our nice day together and he was like i'm gonna go donate blood like it's literally like it's i'm doing a public service you can come with me if you'd like and i don't know why but i just like froze i was like i mean uh, uh yeah yeah of course i can give blood but like uh, uh, th- i'm not allowed um because i i have tattoos or like i was coming up with every excuse i could think of <laughs> and it was like i'm not against donating blood like i should do it i just like i don't know there was something in me i was like i'm not fucking ready like i feel like i need way too much mental preparation when it's like just go and give blood i i do i have donated blood i haven't done it in in the in the last two years and and do feel very regretful and and bad about that i do one time in 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 college i guess i hadn't eaten enough and i donated blood at the top of our student union like the top floor Uh and i don't remember anything but i woke up on the couch in the basement of our student union jesus like like in an office of the couch like a, a familiar office like that i went to you know pretty regularly because of student organizations and they were like edgar you came in woozy like you were off on your footing like we told you to lay down and they like covered me with jackets <laughs> and they were like you should not donate blood for quite some time and so i you know took a, a little bit of a break but i guess i hadn't eaten enough or something and yeah you gotta eat and then they'll give you a cookie too oh oh i donate blood for the cookies yeah so oh go ahead oh if you donate if you donate plasma um it takes you know a little bit longer and they have like new release movies at, at least at the children's hospital in la and so you can watch movies basically that are in theaters (laughs) They get like advanced screenings and you can like sit there and watch like movies that are in theaters because it takes so long. So I've done that. It's, it's scary though. It, it's not fun, but it's, it's definitely rewarding. Father, son, house of plasma. <laughs> yeah, I got to do it. I, I'll do yeah. it. I'll do it. I just, you know, yeah. I need, I need time. I, I need to really think it over kind of like this uh, couple in our next <laughs> Or in our first story, excuse me. Absolutely. Uh, I've never seen so many hen parties as I did on the way to Galway in Ireland. Mm-hmm. A hen party or hen do being the UK or European name for a bachelorette party. True. Correct. Yeah. So according to mirror.co, groom ghosts fiance on wedding day after seeing a saucy video from her Hindu. When do you think about it? Stag and Hindus or bachelor and bachelorette parties are a bit of a strange concept. One night of freedom before settling down for the person you vow to spend the rest of your life with. But how far should that night of freedom actually go? And is it actually acceptable to do things on your stag or hen, bachelor and bachelorette, that you would never normally do while you're in a relationship? See, this is already kind of like, I feel like bachelor and bachelorette parties have evolved beyond this, where it's like, it's not just one night, it's like a whole weekend now. And Mm. it's not usually... It's like within like six to three months before the wedding. It's not like the night before or the week of or something. Right, right. It's definitely evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I read a lot of uh, Reddit's Am I the Assholes? And right. a lot of them have revolved around, my husband wants to take an 11-day trip to Amsterdam <laughs> for his bachelor party. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's insane how do you get people go hard like they do huge trips 
yeah, I'm like a three day weekend in Palm Springs. Like that's acceptable, you know? Yeah. Like taking a bunch of people for like a week vacation, like in another country, it's like, A, no one can afford that. (laughs) And B, why don't you want to do that with the person you're getting married to? I don't know. Anyways, so here's what this guy saw. He saw a video of his wife-to-be consuming chocolate. But the chocolate, of course, was dripping off of a stripper's penis. Yikes. That's not cheating, (laughs) but it does show interesting judgment. (laughs) I would argue that that's a form of cheating. Eating chocolate, but you're, you're not eating the chocolate off of the penis. The chocolate is just like happens to be dripping down and you're catching it before it hits the floor. But I don't think there's any mouth to penis. What is cheating? I think I if mean, you're this is gross, if you've, by got, the way. if you've got eyes on another penis and consuming something that has touched the penis, I don't know. I, uh, that's like what, what the, the Supreme Court justice says. Like, I, I don't know what the definition of pornography is, but I know it when I see it. Sure. <laughs> this, I, I, I feel like this is cheating. Yeah. So... What's fucking crazy is that the reason that this guy even saw the video is because the bride's sister took it and gave it to him because she was pissed off that she was demoted from maid of honor to bridesmaid. Keep it classy, folks. Literally, was that what you wanted? Like, oh, my God, if I'm not going to be the maid of honor in this wedding, then I don't even want it to happen. Mm -hmm. And here's how I'm going to make sure it doesn't. And like on the wedding day, not like a week before, hey, we've called it off. Like she walked down the aisle and he was a no show. Also, like, I don't here's the thing. Do you ghost or do you be like, hey, I need to push this. You talk to the wedding plan. I need to push this back 20 minutes. I need to talk to her (laughs) just like really fast. (laughs) I need to have an adult conversation and let her know why. Yeah. yeah, we need to have a discussion. Like, there's uh, the, every single person in this is trashy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Except for the male stripper who was doing his job. His job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chocolate was doing his job. Yeah. You hire me to drip chocolate all over my boner. I'm going to drip chocolate all over my boner. What mm-hmm. you choose to do beyond that. That's your business. That's I'm, your business. I've been hired to drip chocolate all over, you know, my wiener. I'm what they call a professional. <laughs> I don't have five-star Yelp reviews for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. I couldn't believe he was going to drip chocolate on his penis. <laughs> You've heard of chocolate fountains. <laughs> Just wait until you see what chocolate does. Our next story also comes to us from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that because they all spell uh, honor and neighbor with O-U. <laughs> yes. A neighbor. Neighbor and on or. <laughs> from the standard.co. Neighbor installs mannequin to stare at home after row, couple claims. A TV costume designer and her husband claimed that their neighbor installed a mannequin dummy to stare into their bedroom from the loft window of his 1.5 million pound home, and they lost a privacy battle. Rosie and Christopher Taylor Davies insist they have been forced to live in darkness with the curtains drawn after neighbor Simon Cook installed a Valette's window which faces directly into their bedroom. Which is so weird. Yes. I I do not understand th- this type of arrangement. <laughs> yeah, it's a little confusing. It sounds like definitely their houses must be very close together. 
and they must have a window and so then this guy like must have looked at that window looked at his house and go went right there and paid the money to have a contractor come and install a window and then bought a mannequin to just look out that window all day sir can i can i please point you in the direction of a therapist did the neighbors accidentally take your mail by mistake one day (laughs) did they like mow their lawn and get some clippings onto your sidewalk like what fuck did this like why so they he they rule the judge ruled that they had not breached planning rules by installing an openable window without frosted glass. So these uh, this couple is saying that they have to get undressed behind a bookcase because it's the only place on their top floor where they can't be seen, which is like, can't you just draw your curtains? Yeah. Get like curtains. what what kind of weird 360 like glass house do you live in? And they're considering leaving their home of 27 years as a result of the dispute. Also, they know that the mannequin is fake and can't really see them, right? This feels like an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Where they, the, the mannequin slowly, like, comes alive. Oh. Or it's, like, driving them crazy because of its presence. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is super creepy. I'd move. I'm not going to lie. I I don't have a huge threshold for my neighbors are pissing me off. Like, I don't have, like, life is too short to tolerate bullshit like that for a super long time. (laughs) I used to live in an, uh, by, like, I lived in a house in Echo Park and our neighbor was a hoarder Mm -hmm. and possibly had some mental issues beyond that. Uh And we hosted a comedy show on Wednesdays in our yard. The neighborhood was fine with it, except for every once in a while, he would blast music sporadically. Like as the ax went up, he would play music to, to like prevent the ax from going on. And it kind of like, we just kind of incorporated it into the show. Like people just were like, all right, I'm just going to roll with this. And like, it kind of became like a, a battle, but we couldn't, we didn't have like a leg to stand on to call the cops and be like, Hey, the, <laughs> our neighbor's playing music really loud while we host a loud comedy show. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of like a battle of the wills. Sure. <laughs> it was, um, so we tried to speak to him and ask him to like, hey, could you, could you not? And he was like, well, I'm gonna. And it was like, okay. Copy that. Copy that. It was, uh, <laughs> it was a very uh, interesting situation to live in. But uh, yeah. Wild. You know what other, what's a, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what else is an interesting, uh, God damn it. <laughs> You got this. You know what else is an interesting situation to live in? A castle that's being taken away <laughs> over a 230 pound debt. According to mirror.co, woman 71 is evicted from a 3 million pound castle over a 22 year old fight over a 230-pound debt that has spiraled. Marianne Van Overwally has fought eviction from her Nocdary Castle in Argyle, Scotland, for 22 years. But despite losing the property, her family says the fight is not over yet. So this was a little confused, but confusing. But basically, in 1997, she used to run a bridal wear business, and while running that she had like some sort of 230 pound debt so like what is that like 250 dollars basically um in u.s dollars but then because she never paid it she it like kept getting bigger and bigger and spiraled up to 30,000 pounds and then she had to like declare bankruptcy and that was in 2000 so in three years it sounds like two two hundred and thirty pounds turned into thirty thousand pounds. Like, 
who the fuck are these collectors? I'm sure like it, 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 you know, when, when debt is sold, it compounds and compounds and yeah, this is, this is wild. And so she spent two decades, 20 years fighting to get it removed. Yeah. And she said that she'd already paid it too. Yeah, this is, yeah, that's the wild part. She's like, I paid this. I'm not repaying 230 pounds. So it's just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled to a point where now they've taken her house or her castle. Her castle. This is, I mean, there's castles all over Ireland and Scotland. It's common. uh, Common. (laughs) So she, she transferred the ownership of her mansion to her brother and has continued to live there with him. And so he said, this is our house. I paid for it. I worked hard in this house. This decree is not against me. And so they said that this is a giant miscarriage of justice. Someone is being sequestrated for 230 pounds that has already been paid. But the whole matter is just a conspiracy and a cover-up. See, when you start using words like conspiracy and cover-up, I start to become suspicious of both parties. Mm -hmm. Because what's interesting, I don't know how it works in uh, Scotland or the UK and stuff, but like here, I'm pretty sure that your debt automatically goes away after eight years. Like it can only mm -hmm. follow you for so long, Mm. depending on what kind of debt you got. I mean, it will fuck your life for those eight years for sure, but it'll go away. But it sounds like this one, 22 years, it just won't go away. It feels petty and personal. A hundred percent. If someone's pursuing over 230 pounds, you know? Maybe it's that same neighbor from the window from the story. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be, oh, that would be beautiful. (laughs) Some people just live their lives for chaos. Um, I don't know. If something like this was happening, I definitely think I would want to sneak away. Sometimes I just, I just want to get away myself. I think that was the logic on this next story from the torontosun.com. A Brazilian boy sneaks onto a flight after Googling how to get on a plane unnoticed. Classic movie setup. Go on. A nine-year-old boy boarded a flight without a plane ticket, travel documents, or luggage. So this child... This nine-year-old child, the star of definitely what is a movie, snuck on a plane and traveled two hundred or and traveled two thousand five hundred kilometers across the country before he was found. He went from the Manoas Airport to San Paulo International Airport again without a plane ticket, travel documents, or luggage. <laughs> Apparently, if you just Google how to get on a plane unnoticed, you will find the answer. Google, what an advertisement for their service. <laughs> no shit. So he, he got tracked down by 10 p.m. because obviously his family are like, where the fuck is our nine-year-old boy? So not quite like the movie Home Alone. But I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I feel like that's like, you watch like Love Actually. Everyone watches it once a year at least. And you're like watching this kid like run through security and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, only a kid could do this without, you know, getting on a no fly list. And so I just, I don't know. I read this. I'm like, yeah, like, of course he did the little scamp. Like, well, where was he going? What was so important? Was he a time traveler? (laughs) Well, I, I'm like, how lax is Brazilian air security? I don't want to (laughs) know. And, and did he like, did he just kind of kite with a family and just kind of, you know what I mean? Did he just find like a large family and be like, I'll just slip in there. Yeah. I mean, a classic movie way to get into a place is to get mm-hmm. in the middle of a group and have them shuffle you in. Mm-hmm. And where did he sit? Did he, I mean, cause it's classic little kid just being like, I don't know where my seat is. <laughs> and then it's like, well, what's your name? Well, I don't know. And then they're like, okay, you can sit with the pilot. (laughs) You can be in the cockpit. (laughs) We've got a special seat for you then. Oh, thanks, ma'am. You can sit in the jump seat with the pilots. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Maybe later we'll let you fly the plane. Oh, neato. Ah. 
<laughs> like ma'am you were, yeah, this this story could have had a dark ending a <laughs> uh, nine-year-old crashes plane when trying to <laughs> make it to big concert <laughs> yeah that's the setup for the he wants to go to the, the justin bieber concert and slam follow <laughs> maybe this kid was like Airbud and like he doesn't crash the plane like he saves the day Oh yeah, the the pilot gets food poisoning from the food. Yep, and he's got to. The, he didn't. He's like, oh, I don't eat fish. No thanks. I'll all. And then he saves the day. Yeah, like, can we get this kid a golden retriever, please, <laughs> or like a beagle, something like that? <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if he's gonna get rewarded for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about for the movie. He needs a sidekick. Okay, so I've been saving myself for this next story so if you'd love to set it up i i'd love to listen okay so mum with britain's biggest eyebrows whose trolls threatened with social services shows what she looks like without them so this is a tiktok person yes okay cassandra has not seen what this mum or mom looks like yet so basically these like she goes online and she's got these big eyebrows which i haven't seen yet and people who comment on her shit say like threaten like you because your eyebrows look like that you obviously need social services called because you can't you're not a a fit mother which is like crazy so i'm gonna look at the eyebrows and see if i agree oh no i see him okay (laughs) oh shit she looks like she's like going to paint on like juggalo face paint, but just stopped at the eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> These are like just basically like two giant Sharpie quotation marks, like turned to the side. It's absurd. They take up like half of her forehead. Oh no, baby. Oh no, baby. Gorgeous. I, I don't know about this. Yeah. So she says that my eyebrows don't determine whether I'm a good mother or not. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to call social services, but. Mm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> life's funny, isn't it? You know, that there's like <laughs> people who like would be great parents, but like struggle with it, or maybe they're in a gay relationship and like, you know, fucking healthcare and like what's provided isn't hasn't caught up with society so you find these like really great people who have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get pregnant or to adopt a child or wait all these years and stuff and then there's people who get pregnant for free (laughs) first try on accident who also paint their eyebrows like three fingers wide and it's fine. You can be a good mother and have these giant eyebrows, but I'm definitely going to wonder, is she a good mother a little bit longer than I'm going to wonder about like a gay couple? Yes. You know, (laughs) you see like two dads or two moms. I'm not going to think to this uh, to myself. I wonder if they're good parents, unless one of them had those big eyebrows. You just wonder about judgment. That's all. It's just a, a quick question in the back of your mind. And who knows? You got Irish again. What's going on? I don't know. It's the, it's COVID, the COVID. COVID. Yes. You're just in the back of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, maybe this is like, maybe I'm being an asshole and, you know, like she's encouraging creativity because it, it is certainly creative to do your eyebrows that big every day. It's something. It's something. It's wild. I just, uh, it feels like the, the premise of like a children's book, like, like everyone can be different and, but it's like missing the mark. (laughs) Everyone can be different. I wear green to school and I wear red and my (laughs) brows are this big. (laughs) Clifford, the big red dog. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) Oh my God. My name is spelled with 10 letters and my brows take up puff me face by choice. By choice. <laughs> she looks great without the without it. Like she's got normal eyebrows, but 
whatever. You know what? March the beat of your own drum. What do I fucking know? Yeah, I'm not a mum by choice. So there you go. You know, there you go. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, finally, a story in the States, in the U.S. The trash comes back home. From the DetroitNews.com, a TikTok star, a robbery spree, and stick-up shoes lead FBI to an arrest. So the uh, there's a TikTok star called Chosen World or something like that. He's got like over 148 million followers. And um, turns out that this guy also robbed like four convenience stores. And the way they determined this and found him is that he was wearing black pants, a black hooded sweatshirt, a black ski mask, and white shoes. But the shoes were identified through a series of his TikToks. Um, you're also missing his most Batman villain uh, article that he wore every time he robbed a place, which was a black backpack decorated with pink flowers. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Like, please, like, don't commit crime. Don't do it. Don't. But if you're going to do it, might I suggest a little bit more incognito. Like, Batman villains are insane. Uh, And have a signature and a flair about them. Yeah. And that's because they're made up and in comic (laughs) books. (laughs) Uh, So he, so he, he fled with money but he also grabbed an 18 pack of cigars yeah from a couple places he picked up the cigars yeah so he's got a a, a multiple signatures yeah i mean you know it's expensive it now when i was first reading this i'm like who why is this guy like the only people who person who owns these nike tennis shoes with red accents but there must be more to it because he did admit to it as soon as they caught him he was like yeah it was me yeah because i i would have thought like you could say like, no, no, no. Just because I have the same shoes as this robber doesn't mean that I'm this robber, but right. Sounds like he was willing to be caught. He also left a clue. He also left a 40, a uh, 40 caliber bullet near the counter. Mm. And so uh, when the round was recovered, um, uh, that, 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 you know, that also assisted in the uh, solving of the crime. Okay. So, don't wear super kooky shoes um and also don't fire a gun don't commit crime you guys don't commit crime is our number one but the bullet points underneath don't commit crime (laughs) yeah (laughs) um okay so this next story kind of creeps me out it's from wfla.com i think we're going to florida good to be home it's good to be home (laughs) uh polk county teacher accused of biting two students over a jar of pickles don't bite kids like that should just be like the number one rule of this podcast (laughs) don't bite children so she was playing around with students and she bit their forearms in order to get them to release the jar of pickles but she said that she licked them and then it was like okay but like also like don't do that either don't lick students i mean one one of the students was her nephew and the other was just another student but don't lick students keep (laughs) your mouths away from the kids (laughs) they were fifth they weren't eight they were 15 years old (sighs) I don't like it. I don't like it. And so obviously when they were bitten, they released the jar of pickles, <laughs> which isn't, it's not like they had like life-saving insulin shots in their, in their hands. Like it was no. a jar of pickle. Ultimately you're the authority. I know it's hard to get 15 year olds to do things, but you're the authority. You could just, there's other ways to get them to, um, release said jar of pickles um but uh what they're not telling us is that the pickles were made of gold 
that's true. They were the, the <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin had spun these pickles into gold. <laughs> so have you ever had like, <laughs> I say this with, you know, carefully, but like, have you ever had like a weird teacher thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, we come, we, we grew up in a weird time, you know? We did that. There, there weren't as many boundaries or ways of like, exposing teacher and like it wasn't weird at the time but in hindsight it was like that's odd yeah totally I like wrestled (laughs) to the ground with it oh no how old were you like 15 or 16 no Erica no like in, in front of people like it was you know public but it was this is odd and like in hindsight completely inappropriate but it was just uh (laughs) yeah like totally like wrestled with a teacher coach and you know it was for laughs it was you know to get the joke uh i was you know it was hilarious at the time but i was like uh, you know as a 35 year old person now i'm like me <laughs> like yeah. pull my collar out a little bit and I'm like that was probably inappropriate <laughs> yeah totally what about uh, you <laughs> yeah you know I had a this is there's no physical contact but I had a teacher in high school who was I, I suppose some sort of a renaissance man he prided himself on the fact that he had done many jobs and teacher was just one in his long life of taking on different jobs so he was studying to be a nutritionist while being our English teacher and this is probably my senior year in high school it was junior or senior year and so his whole thing was that he was couldn't believe how healthy and good for everyone a banana was. And so he began to offer extra credit to any person who would bring a banana to class and eat it in class. Uh. And his whole thing was like, we, I just want to make sure that you're all eating bananas because they're very healthy for you. But when I tell people that they're like, wait, so you got extra credit to eat a banana in front of your adult male teacher? And yeah. I said, yes. And then they're like, how often did you do it? And it's like every day, of course. Oh. <laughs> like the school had to start stocking up on bananas at the lunch carts and the breakfast carts because he was offering this to all of his classes. Uh-huh. And like you would see people with bananas and be like, oh, they're in so and so's class. That's because that's and then there were people who weren't in that English class being like, fuck we wish that we got extra credit to eat bananas in front of our teachers (laughs) but it's weird yeah that's weird like it's fucking weird but i didn't know you don't know you're 16 17 like even 18 and you're like this is fine i just want extra credit yeah you just want the extra credit like (laughs) where where is this teacher now I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> what brought you from an A minus to an A plus? All of the phallic objects I ate in front of this man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was good for my health. <laughs> oh, baby. So anyway. <laughs> oh, baby Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> oh, man. Life's weird. <laughs> okay. So we we're gonna get into the dumpster fire but we uh we thought we would try something new this week give it a couple weeks see if we like it see if it doesn't suck i'm not pitching it well we're we're gonna try uh some headlines that didn't have much there or some stories that didn't have much there there and we wrote some uh some headline some headline jokes yeah some just quick Quick back and forth so that, you know, you come to Trashy Trashy for the news. We are journalists. We're going to give you some more news. We're just not going to break it down as much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got, I got I got three quick stories. Uh, you might have the same three. I don't know. Okay. All right. You want to go first? No. Okay. All right. 
The first story is from the APNews.com. Border authorities find 52 reptiles hidden in man's clothing. Or, as David Icke called it, just a normal day at the TSA. Uh-oh. This is David Ike, the the guy that originated the uh, reptile people. You know, everyone's a reptilian theory. Oh. Mm, okay, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, it's okay. Here's a spoiler alert: we haven't heard these, <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting yeah. them raw. This is raw. We're yeah, we're surprising each other with the, the others. Okay, all right. Um, According to the New York Times, a California startup is aiming to create Earth orbiting capsules to deliver goods anywhere around the world from outer space. Great. So now when I lose a package, it's not just at the wrong neighbor's door. It's off orbit and rocketing towards the sun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No bad, right? (laughs) Okay. I, I, okay, same headline. And okay. I said, the weird part is Elon Musk says, I do the same thing. I just call the junk a Tesla. Ooh, Ooh. spicy. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. I, wait, do you want to do another one since we did the same headline? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. okay. Um, according to the sun, a Randy couple, uh, oh, wait, uh, hold on, let me, um, a randy couple caught romping on car bonnet at roadside by google maps camera and i said before you judge they were both practicing safe driving habits and were both buckled up i don't get it like safe sex they were safe they were buckled up. i don't know what (laughs) i have covid i'm not thinking (laughs) if i'm not funny i'm just gonna say i have covid (laughs) okay All right. Also from the New York Times, the International Gaming Institute at the University of Nevada is working on developing AI that can tell if someone at a casino is displaying dangerous and addictive tendencies while gambling. Erica Curry says, I'll bet you $10,000 I can fool that thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you like that one. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, same headline and i said which answers the age-old question do androids dream of electric casino machines because <laughs> you know, do androids dream of electric sheep that's you know <laughs> you know things i don't know but i it's love like them the anyway. it's a the short story that blade runner was based off of oh you and your short stories <laughs> god damn it that's a short story <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, This is my last one. Okay. All right. The NFL hands Atlanta Falcons receiver a one-year suspension this week when he was caught betting on the games last November while he was on leave. His teammates are shocked, saying, I can't believe he would do something as abhorrent as gambling. Why couldn't he just beat his wife or kill someone instead so he could come back to the team sooner? That's pretty good. Thank you. That's my last one. Okay. My last one is the same headline. When asked what he'll miss the most, he said, definitely not the CTE. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we love it. That's fun. That's fun. We'll we'll get, we'll get sharper. We're we're working on it. We'll get better. We'll get better. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. All right. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god. We need a sting for two liners now. Yeah, we need a two liner sting. (laughs) (laughs) According to consequence.net, my favorite website. Over uh, evil overlord Mark Zuckerberg's sister Randy shares cringeworthy crypto music videos. That was fun. You were editorializing that headline quite a bit, and I appreciated it. I have fun with the news. In case you were wondering what terrible things the Zuckerberg family is doing for the internet these days, we have an update. Randy Zuckerberg, sister of Facebook slash meta founder Mark Zuckerberg, has really gotten into cryptocurrency at a point where she's making music videos all about NFTs. Are cryptocurrency and NFT the same thing? 
No, cryptocurrency is money, money, and NFTs are non fungible tokens, which are pictures or art or yeah, one, 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 one ofs, basically. Like, think of them as one offs. Sure. So, Randy Zuckerberg previously served as Facebook's director of market development, but has since turned her to her attention to building the inclusiverse as she put it on twitter her latest project the nft platform hug emphasizes carving out a space for women in tech and finance which she explains in her most recent music video a spin on twisted sisters we're not gonna take it called we're all gonna make it there's something childish i think to like certain billionaires i guess after a certain point of like especially like this one who like is like sister of billionaire you know and building the inclusive verse it's kind of like oh this is awesome why doesn't everybody do this it's it's like it's like the the kardashians being like nobody wants to work all day and then they got dunked on by people that have worked for them at poverty level yeah or like i was an unpaid intern getting you a certain type of honey on my own dime in London. I worked four jobs while was the editor of your this, or you know what I mean? To, to say a float or, and it's like, don't tell me nobody wants to work. Like you pay slave wages, you know, it's like, go fuck yeah. yourselves. The perfect world would be if everyone was as rich as me so that we could do all of the rich stuff together hmm so uh they're all randy zuckerberg and other girl bosses uh are dressed in 80s hair metal attire and singing we're all gonna make it and lines like carpe your crypto diem because one way to a- appeal to today's children is to do music that they've never fucking heard it's 30 years old then like literally i hate to admit it but the oldies now is the shit that you and i listen to like neo and destiny's child and shit it's this 80s stuff was oldies when we were kids so no one fucking gives two shits about this they don't even understand what the 80s is yeah it's truly upsetting and it's this everyone can do it it's like truly can't um She she previously chose Adele's Hello as another victim, <laughs> going full Jehovah's Witness to deliver the opening line, Hello, it's me. Would you like to learn about the exchanging cryptocurrency? Oh, fuck. When she shared the video, the businesswoman explained her pivot to parody videos, arguing that the community should be fun. Crypto should be welcoming, not intimidating. And why not? We believe in working hard and enjoying this crazy, amazing moment we're in. Best way to support creators is to be creators. Apologies, Adele. Basically think of me as like the weird Al of the billionaire circuit. You know what I'm saying, guys? That's cool, right? It's like, uh, I just, I, I I mean, I, I'm going to post these videos because they are so cringe. What do you like and qualities of a billionaire (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you prefer your billionaires to be silent and evil or loud and cringy and stupid oh that's a great question um i'd rather know about the evil that they're doing so you prefer a cringy billionaire over a quiet spooky one that you don't never heard yeah, of yeah like the spooky ones make me believe in the um uh uh oh what's illuminati illuminati yeah <laughs> but like the vocal ones i'm like oh they're just they're just idiots in a way you know they're they're billionaires they're just like us they're you know it's like the the silent ones make me believe in an illuminati so totally this isn't what i'm hoarding but i did watch this two-part documentary series on hbo max called uh gaming wall street or something like that but it's about the whole GameStop thing and i definitely was like oh my god like this is like it's scary like 
the amount of people who just sort of trade in their morals to go and work on wall street in exchange for like possibly making a shit ton of money and i recommend watching it um although it is a bummer and it Mm -hmm. does make you feel a little stupid Mm -hmm. just fyi (laughs) don't worry about it but yeah you're not gonna like the way you look oh man that yeah that whole thing was wild like when when robin hood was like oh we're not gonna let poor dum-dums game the system the way rich dum-dums do well, they get they get really into it i'd love i'd love for you to watch it okay got, you, like you said you've got nothing but time i got nothing but time baby i am burning time <laughs> i will talk about what i am hoarding though yeah please kind of us in the same vein you if you can believe it mama trash can re- recommended this show to me and i took her up on it it's called The Dropout. It's on Hulu. It's starring Amanda Seyfried. It's about Elizabeth Holmes, who was that young woman um, who dropped out of Stanford and like came up with this like crazy like invention about blood, but like her invention wasn't real. And so she like became a billionaire and stuff. Theranos. Yeah, Theranos. It's so it's really good. It's the showrunner and writer is Elizabeth Merriweather, who makes some of my favorite shit like new girl and stuff Mm -hmm. single parents but this isn't a funny show but uh it comes from those people and so i think it like kind of makes everything i hate to say this to sound like an idiot but i guess this is trashy trashy they explain it in a way where i can follow it you know because sometimes when there's things that are about things that are too complicated like succession or the big short and stuff i'm like i i I think I know what's going on, but I'm going to need a rewatch to really understand what everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. This one, you, you watch it once, you know what's going on, which is very helpful in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I've been watching it too. Uh, I've, I've followed along with the Theranos journey for a very long time. Uh-huh. I'm very, I've listened to the podcast. Like I'm oh, very wow. into it. I actually know someone that worked there as a recruiter, or I interviewed someone that worked there as a recruiter. Oh, shit. And I was like, so tell me about it. (laughs) So so what was that like? Um, (laughs) So let's talk about your experience here. Uh, Very, very into it. Uh, It's very good. Yeah. We, um, we had somebody apply for a job where I work and I, we didn't end up interviewing them, but I, I wanted to because he had uh, Lululemon Mm -hmm. and I was like, Wait, was it no, not Lululemon? Sorry, what's what's that shit? Lularoe. Lularoe. Yeah, he had Lularoe. <laughs> he worked there, and I was like, "What did you do?" Yeah, <laughs> tell me about Mark and Diane. What happened, Diane? Yeah, <laughs> did you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding a show on NBC called Grand Crew. Okay, and it is a hangout comedy. And it stars uh, Nicole Byer. Oh, yeah. And it has incredible, it's just like, it's just a, a hangout sitcom where they, you know, it's it's like they primarily hang out like at a wine bar. Like um, friends. Like friends where it's like, oh, okay, this is, you know, show about this. And, and it's just like a group of friends and it's really funny and it's I just really like it there's only 10 episodes in the first season I'm really hoping it gets a second like it's really well written um everything is wine and blank you know the episode titles Mm -hmm. that's fun uh it's it's really well done it's uh by one of the um writers from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and he came up through the UCB system and has a bunch of UCB people in it um it's it's really well done. I I really like Grand Crew, and I think you know more people watching it on Hulu will hopefully help it with you know getting renewed for the network. And um, you know it's it's finished now. Like the 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 uh, series or the season finale is has aired on Hulu. Um, but uh, go watch Grand Crew. It's it's really great. Tweet about it. Talk about it. I hope it gets a second go. It's it's really great. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, definitely worth the watch. So, yeah. Grand crew. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. What are you throwing away? Lunch options. 
Oh, what? I feel like every day for lunch while I'm working, I never know what to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't have the fucking time to like make myself a salad because I'm working from home and I'm busy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but I also don't want to spend $20, $30 getting it from Grubhub or like having to go even to pick it up. It's still a $17 salad. But then like, so then what do you do? You maybe buy salads or you, you buy things anticipating lunch and maybe it's a little bit extra work, but it's not too much. But then it's like, this shit sucks. You know, all I want to do is have a goddamn salad for fucking lunch every day. But all the Trader Joe's ones, they go bad after three or four days and they keep getting rid of the good ones. Yes. Yes. They got rid of this fucking both versions of this Chinese chicken salad. The first one that they got rid of was the best one, but then I was like, fine, I'll, I'll eat your secondary, second-tier Chinese chicken salad. Mm-hmm. And then I got rid of that shit. So here I am with no fucking lunch options. And like, yeah, I could eat the leftovers from the night before, but like, w- w- there's not always enough. I don't want it. I know. I, lunch is my hardest meal of the day, too, because then it's like, by the time I think about it or get hungry, it's like, do I, do I order? Like, what do I eat? Uh, Sometimes I end up skipping it all together, but then yep. I'm like so hungry by 4 p.m. And then it's like, well, now it's dinner time. And maybe a suggestion if you're open to taking them. If not, you know, go, I'll go fuck myself. But like, <laughs> you know, chopping up lettuce on like one Tupperware, like having like lettuce ready to go and then toppings in another and then just throwing them together. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a, a little meal prep, but it's like, not making the lettuce soggy because everything's not together. That's what I used to do when I was heavily meal prepping. But like, do you think you're fucking better than me? No, again, I don't do it. I'm just, <laughs> just saying, kidding. like, this is like a thing I used to do when I like cared about myself and had time. Was you know, the the stuff was in one Tupperware and the lettuce was like in one, and then I could toss stuff in and then add dressing late. You know what I mean? whatever you're liberal leftist oh my god yeah Mm -hmm. salad prep Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i know it's a good idea fine fuck it's just it's hard it's hard to like get into the that sucks it's fucking it i don't know it it, lunch is just shitty i mean even if i i I never i'm never satisfied at lunch it just yeah it is what it is what can you do i for a little bit i was doing these meals called freshly Mm -hmm. that were like like a protein and vegetables and they, they came pre-prepared and like, we could both like Winston and I could both do them for lunches and they're like fancy microwavable meals, but they were like healthy and those worked out really great for us for, for a while. But then I just kind of stopped doing them, but it was like, oh, I don't have to think about lunch. That's like here. Yeah. You know? But I got to get back on the train and and get get something in order for lunch. What I'm throwing out? Mm-hmm. Five p.m. work calls. Ugh, absolutely. I don't think at that time of day, like I, you know, I work till six, but like my mind's not there. Mm-hmm. It's my mind's retired. My body's in front of the computer doing work, but my mind's gone by six, by five. Yeah, there's a reason why there's an opening in my schedule between five and six. Yes, yes, I, yes, my mind is gone <laughs> by that time of day, especially if I start at eight thirty. <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, it is rough, but um, yeah, but yeah, just uh, another plug, quick plug, not for my social media, but for your own safety. Keep washing your hands, keep wearing a mask, even if your mask mandates are getting lifted. Like we are not out of this. We are not done with this pandemic. Even if you're doing everything right, you can still catch this COVID thing. You know, get vaccinated, get boosted if you, you know, if you haven't. Just a I don't want you to be in my situation. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. That seems like a nice uh thing to say. 
Yeah. And where, where can the people find you? I have not looked at Instagram still. So if you're reaching out to me on Instagram, I'm not mad at you. I'm just not on it. And I honestly think I might change that to my bio soon. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at you. I just don't really check this thing for a while. Good. Um, so I guess, God, I really haven't even been on Twitter yet. Uh, so you can find me on the Nooner podcast on the Smodcast Network, and you can find me here every Monday trashy trashy podcast at trashy trashy dot wait oh no help at trashy trashy pod on instagram and twitter <laughs> at trashy trashy podcast on gmail.com mm-hmm. uh trashy trashy podcast www.trashytrashypodcast.com where you can email us your trash or su- story suggestions yes all of that is my plug <laughs> where do right. people find you <laughs> yeah i'm at Instagram. Nope. At iconic Erica Curry on Instagram. I got the, I got the brain fog. (laughs) Then what's my excuse? (laughs) The brain fog is contagious. Uh, You can find me on Instagram. Well, I'm not posting much. That's for sure. Just memes of very upset women as I slowly start to feel better. And, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> but baby trash cans, take care of yourselves. We love you so much for listening. Thank you for continuing to, to listen and to leave, re- you know, five-star reviews in the Spotify and in the Apple charts. It truly does help us get more listeners and more exposure to the podcast and for telling a friend, you know, we, we really appreciate it. Hey Cass. What's going on girl? They garbage. You stay garbage girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.